So um, some things I've been thinking about um, are, um, are uh, you know, this concept, certainly of mindful self-compassion. As we know, the three components are mindfulness, just noticing suffering, uh, and common humanity, uh, breaking out of the sense of isolation that can come with difficult emotions and uh, recognizing that difficult emotions are and suffering is, are shared by, uh, by everyone. Uh, and then finally, uh, the spirit of self-kindness or uh, being with uh, the difficult emotion with kindness, difficult emotion, difficult experience, etc. So that's the basic three, the top three of mindful self-compassion. And I, I really have been thinking a lot about that and, and also maybe a fourth quality or an enhanced quality or something that runs through them all, which is allyship. And I think uh, that quality of allyship is so important for our internal states as well as our relationships um, uh, with, with our marginalized and vulnerable parts within ourselves and also uh, as, as members of the BIPOC community or other marginalized communities to be better allies to ourselves um, and to be a, a better ally to others who are uh, feeling the pains of suffering. And so much of what we uh, suffer from as BIPOC people in particular uh, relates to marginalization, subordination, alienation, uh, all the ways we can talk about uh, the inappropriate and abusive use of power, which naturally gives us emotions. It's like being in relationship with a narcissist uh, who's who, uh, through their actions and attitudes, uh, prove time and again that our thoughts, feelings, and needs are not important. And of course, that gives us emotions. And we, we, of course, we have to, you know, do our best to take care of our own emotions. Um, and uh, that helps us, I think, to be better allies for others as well in their difficulty, and also to develop insight in, into what happens when. Uh, people are marginalized. So uh, mindful self-compassion is all about being with and being in relationship to difficulty, uh, our own difficulty. And I think that is a necessary component to being with the difficulty that's around us, the, the web of trauma that we're embedded in uh, in the world that we can transform into a web of healing. Uh, with with these kinds of uh, efforts, um, but I think I think really the goal is allyship and uh, responsible and responsive and mutual allyship, where it's not about simply um, uh, you know being under someone's control or controlling someone else, but really I think being a mutual partner to this goal of uh, the goals of compassion, which are liberation from suffering. So um, so I think I think what we're what we're practicing in the Mindful Self-Compassion program really can be conceptualized in a, uh, a deeper and more profound way, uh, particularly from a BIPOC perspective. And um, that's what I try to do with my work uh, as well and what I hope we'll, we'll do uh, today. Yeah, beautiful. And we talk in the Mindful Self-Compassion program about being one's own friend. So this is just kind of taking that a, a little bit further, not just being one's own friend, 
but being one's ally. And I think this relates to that concept of fierce compassion too. It's like to really notice with mindfulness uh, our distress, uh, to label it, um, to have compassion for it, to connect it to our common humanity, and then where do we go with that? You know, uh, Kristen Neff talks about fierce compassion to to be able to stand up for oneself. Um, um, and I think that that's that's a, an example of allyship internally, to be one's own ally, to have your own back in a time of suffering and distress, rather than thinking, oh, I've just got to take care of this emotion internally. No, maybe it means we need to express or reach out or uh, create in some way. Um, and so, so that's what I mean by being an inner ally. Um, and then, of course, I think that naturally gives us more space to be allies to others as well. Um, and, and I think we're all kind of looking to, um, to change, uh, to be a part of uh, change in the world, I think, towards the direction of more compassion, which will bring about equity and uh, belonging and all of those important concepts. So, so that's, that's basically what I mean. And, and this is my own kind of invention by thinking about the, the concept of allyship. So this is not kind of in the formal program so far. So I'm just, I'm just adding that um, today. Um, yeah, but uh, so to partner with difficulty um, is important. And I, 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 in my writing, I, 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 I actually, a psychiatrist, I'm also a writer for Psychology Today and East Wind Ezine. And I, uh, I've often written about uh, having a greater capacity to receive and collaborate with difficult emotions. Um, so I think that's what we need internally. And of course, in society, there's so much distress. How do we receive that? How do we collaborate with that? I think these are important questions of growth um, for community. So that's that's a, a little, uh, <laughs> an overview. Um, yeah. Okay. So um, so now maybe we'll we'll take about um, uh, 20 minutes or so, and I'll I'll kind of go through a guided meditation, and I'll go ahead and uh, uh, let's see. I'll put you on mute. Um, uh, there we go. All right. Um, okay. So all right. So again, uh, you can just uh, get into a comfortable position. And we did a little bit of teaching, and you can just kind of let that find its own space within you. And you came to this meditation and this time with, uh, in your own life, and just to be present with that as you settle in for this guided meditation. And again, just take a few deep cleansing breaths. And settle into your normal breathing rhythm. Just feel the support of your chair or cushion below you, all connected to the earth. 
and you are also connected to the earth. And we talked about allyship. And I just, just want us to have a, a little space of recognition that no matter what situation we're in, we are connected to the earth. So the earth is our partner, our mutual partner in life. No matter the distress we find ourselves in, we can find a moment of rest and groundedness in our connection to the earth. You can even call to mind nature, a pleasant environment you've been in, a tree, a park, anything a beach, and just allow your attention to rest in that connection. that deep relationship, recognizing we are of the earth. I want to continue expanding this sense of connection and warmth of positive relationships by asking you to also bring to mind any person or persons you've had a close relationship with, a good, warm relationship. It could have been a short relationship. It could have just been someone who smiled warmly at you today. Or it can be someone who's been a friend or benefactor, teacher, supporter, anyone you've collaborated with and it's gone well. Those little experiences or long-term experiences are islands of belonging. You just want to rest your awareness in these connections to the earth, to people and beings, even pets who've been there for you in some way. Just allow yourself to breathe and 
be filled with the warmth of those relationships. This is an ambient awareness of connection. And you can carry that with you. It can be called to mind even in times of distress to allow warmth and spaciousness to hold the distress. And that's what we'll do next is just walk through the, uh, the, the, the touch points of mindful self-compassion. And first, I just want you to, again, just feel your body, be present with yourself. Resting on all the warmth we've called to mind. I want you to bring to mind now just any area of distress that's with you. Usually we say don't bring something that's too big to mind. Um, so, um, but sometimes we can't help that. But do your best to kind of keep what you call to mind in the moderate range. So some distress or disappointment or ache. And I just want you to notice it. Do you feel that in your body someplace when you call that experience to mind? And just label the emotion that arises from it. There may be several. Just pick, pick one, if you can, that, uh, that really describes the emotion that you felt in this distress. And noticing and labeling is mindfulness. awareness of experience with acceptance. Ouch, this hurts. I don't like this. This is a moment of suffering. Just allow yourself to be there with the emotion. To not be the emotion or be the experience, but to be with it. 
trying to let go of the narrative or story, judgment or criticism that comes from that emotion. And just be with the emotion tenderly. And you can even name, perhaps, the need that wasn't met in that moment. to move to the second leg of mindful self-compassion, which is common humanity. Just to recognize that you're not alone in having that particular difficult emotion or that need that wasn't met. We all have needs that aren't met at various times. And we all have difficult emotions that arise from that. So I am not alone in this. Others have experienced this too. We even value the way that, that our needs and emotions connect us to all beings, to all humans might be somewhat particular, of course, to our own particular groups. Uh, so we share so many similar experiences with those in our group. But the emotions and needs themselves are pretty universal. So I'm not alone with this. Suffering is a part of life. next to the third leg, which is self-kindness. And say to yourself, in this moment of suffering, may I at least be kind to myself. May I at least be kind to myself. There are many ways you can be kind in this moment to yourself, and one would be just having that, that spirit of self-kindness. Another could be a supportive touch. So perhaps placing a hand over your heart or two hands over your heart, feeling the warmth of your touch. That reminder that you are here with yourself and that is an act of kindness and solidarity. You can give yourself a hug by grasping both of your shoulders. You can put one hand in another and just clasp your hands together. It's all these ways to soothe ourselves in a difficult moment. And touch is so necessary for us as human beings.
So in this moment of suffering, of difficulty, of distress, may I at least be kind to myself. give us a moment also to just think about what does it mean to be your own best friend around this distress that we've called to mind and in life in general what does it mean to be your own best friend what words would your best friend say to you at a difficult moment like this. Maybe you could use those words towards yourself as well. That's one way of being your own best friend. And what does it mean to be your own ally? To have your back? Of course, an ally or a friend wouldn't dismiss or trivialize your difficult emotion. They would want to be there with you in that, to hold it, to comfort you, and support you as you navigate this journey of identity, the journey of belonging, the journey of wellness. Your ally cares for you and would want the best for you on all of those journeys. So again, I want you to go back to resting in all of those connections, your connection to the earth, to friends, to benefactors, to collaborators, to allies, and to yourself. To allow that to settle into your body and your bodily awareness now. That sense of deep connection. As you feel yourself again in your chair or on your cushion, just breathing and resting in that deep connection.
just take a few more deep breaths or breathe at your own natural pace as we let go of this meditation and return your awareness to the room.